0: Thank you for joining us here at Crossword Church for this week's message. Our desire is to see people's lives transform as they develop an authentic relationship with Jesus. We would like to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at MyCrosswordChurch.com. Thanks again for joining us and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Lord Jesus... By your Holy Spirit, take the words that are spoken, translate them to our hearts so that what is heard is what is your spirit speaking and not what I'm saying this morning or this afternoon here. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so you heard uh, Brother James say that I have about two and a half hours, right? Yeah, okay. Anyway, visionary discipleship, visionary discipleship. So if you've been around in the church a lot, you've, you've heard this phrase, disciple, like that Jesus told his disciples to go into all the world, preach the gospel, and that they were to make disciples. And that is found in Matthew. Let's, we're going to go ahead and look at those um, verses here. Uh, Matthew 20, is it 6 or 28? it's all the same to me because I got new new context and I can't make it it's one of the two 26 through 28 verse 19. anybody want to shout out which one it is 28 there we go 28 it is bingo and uh, Matthew is if it's in the New Testament so if you go it's like Matthew it, it, and you, if you started Genesis that's that's what we call it like the Old Testament right and so in the New Testament usually if you have a Bible it's it's towards the like back Third of that, so that's when the New Testament starts, and we're gonna like have scriptures uh, that we're gonna be looking at from the New Testament. And New Testament is usually is it, centered around when Jesus Jesus life and when he came, and the Old Testament talks all the way back from the beginning from creation, and so we're gonna be looking at both of those today. Okay, and so the the verses here that we're looking at first, you know, Matthew twenty eight verse nineteen. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now, these are the words that Jesus said to his disciples after, like, uh, you know, there had been so much that had happened, right? He had called them to follow him, right? And they'd been going with him and been a part of his, his ministry. And Jesus was telling the disciples now that, like, he had died, he'd risen again from the, from the grave. He had said, so now this is what you're supposed to do. You go and make disciples. And, but when we talk about making disciples, it's like, okay, well, that sounds, that sounds good. So um, how do we do that? Like, how do, how do we do that? And so teaching and preaching—that's part of like of a disciple. Like you get to learn, you get to hear the word, learn, gather together as the body of Christ, uh, worshiping together. That's that's a part of being a disciple. But what does it mean for, for us to make disciples? What does it mean for you to make disciples? Yes. Right. And so what we what we're about here with Crossword is to like not say is to like empower people, right? To empower people in this gospel living to be able to uh, to for lives to make disciples, and so this is just another sneak peek at, at like, uh, this is kind of how, how this all works together, that, that we really do believe that each one of us can be making disciples, right? So, now there's two things. One is that, like, if you haven't, like, been following Christ for a while, or you have questions about Christ, or you're just, or, you know, what is the, the church, or what is Christianity all about? Well, then you'd be someone who has questions about that, right? So, like, you'd be like someone who's like, I want to be a disciple. I need to be discipled. I need to, uh, to me, a disciple is someone who has questions about who Christ is, right? Because when the disciples, when Jesus said to the, when he first called his disciples, he called them and said, Hey, come follow me. But they didn't really understand exactly who he was, right? But they followed him with lots of questions. And so, a disciple to me is someone who has like questions about who Christ is. And, uh, and, and, and uh, someone who's discipling is someone who is further down the, the walk with their Lord, and they understand things, and they can help bring them into that. And the, the Holy Spirit's walked with them for a while, and they're able to explain things and, and look at Scripture together, right? And so uh, if you've been walking with the Lord for a while, chances are that you will be able to, to, to make disciples, right? If you've been walking with the Lord. But the thing is, within our American culture, it's, there's like this chasm between like, so how do I do that? So we're going to talk about some, some of that. So how do I do that here this morning, okay? Um, and uh, this is super fun stuff for me because it's like, this is something where like, I was in ministry for uh, lots of years, lots of years. Um, and about 14 years into, uh, let me see, no, 12 years into ministry, I think it was, I was like just trying to you know, gather people in. I was working with young adults and we were trying to do this and trying to do that and stuff like that. And I went I visited another young adult ministry in another state and they had like thousands of people coming to this thing. And I went there to go to see what, what was like making all these thousands of people come to this thing. And I got there and I started talking to people and one of the, lead, one of the leaders of it was, was telling me about like, you know, um, I, you know, I said, so how's it going? How long have you been involved with this? And he goes, well, you know, you know how it is, you know, the daily grind of making disciples, you know, it's kind of up and down sometimes, but right now I'm kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right right now. And I was like, yeah, the daily grind of making disciples. And I walked away going, I have no idea what he's talking about. And I heard the man, I heard the man like teaching a smaller group. So he was individually meeting with people for discipleship. And then he they had a chance to, to teach like about five guys, Maybe, you know, and he's sitting there teaching these guys and, and he's teaching them this deep stuff. I'm like, oh man, like, I hadn't been all the way through seminary yet, and, but I heard the stuff, I was like, that sounds like seminary stuff to me, you know, because it was like, whoa, that's like really deep. I pulled him aside afterwards, I said, so how long have you been doing this? That's amazing, it that was amazing teaching, how long have you been doing this? He goes, oh, you know, just a, uh, you know, a few years, uh, maybe about a year, I came to Christ like about a year and a half ago, and I was like, What? Like, do you grow up in the church? I said, no, 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 no. You came to Christ a year and a half ago. I said, really? So, how is it that you were teaching that stuff? He said, well, you know, I just, you know, i discipled by this person. I'm doing that. I'm just trying to learn in the Lord. I said, I just couldn't even figure it out. I was like, how do you, so what did you, what, what do you do outside of this? Or how did you come to know Christ? He goes, well, uh, I'm a musician by trade. I was like, a musician? He said, yeah, yeah, I play, I play guitar. I said, so you're like a full-time? He, said, he goes, yeah, like a, you know, I play in the studios. I was like, you're a studio guitar, you're a studio musician, that's your full-time thing? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. So you ever played on the worship team? He's like, no, 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 no. I was like, well, why why have you ever, he goes, I've never done that. I said, well, why not? He goes, I got too much to learn. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, if you would have been within 100 miles of my ministry, I would have had him on the worship team in like a heartbeat, right? Because, but he knew, and he was brought into Christ knowing that he needed a firm foundation before he stepped out into the next step, right? In fact, I talked to him a year later, I asked him if he had ever led, led worship and he still had, and he said, I'm just so busy, you know, I'm making disciples and doing this and doing this, and I was just like, once again, like, there's this tug inside of me, like, going, like, I, if I see gifts in people, sometimes you want to go after that gift and say, like God has you to use this gift, Right? But the primary gift that God has given us and the call he's given us is to make disciples. It doesn't mean that we like discard the other gifts that God has given to us, right? It doesn't mean that we go, oh, well, I'm never going to do that or what. No, but we put the first things first in our life, right? And we understand what we can do. And it's an amazing gift that we have to be able to like make disciples. Now, you, now, now, if you've been in the church for a while, this is all feeling like, oh man, what else do I have to do now? What else am I gonna to have to do now? No, this to me is like one of the most freeing things in all of ministry to, to understand this. When Jesus said to his disciples, come follow me, and he continued to do that over and over again to other people, come follow me, come follow me. Jesus even had people like who, he, Jesus didn't even say like, come follow me, but, they, but the scripture still says that they were following him anyway. When uh, in Matthew nine twenty nine. 29, that there was uh, two blind men who followed Jesus they were following him calling out have mercy on us, son of david they're like following him there he goes I'm follow like I need to be around him right so Jesus had people that he was calling say hey you should come follow me he he called to um, he, he called to to uh, even some in Matthew 8:22 he said to someone uh, some people who wanted to follow him they said hey we want to follow you but we need to go bury our, our father first he said let the dead bury the dead follow me And so he called out some really harsh, it sounds like harsh, like, no, this is, but he's trying to say, this is, like, really important, like, follow me, right? And other people who didn't even call out, they were following him, and Jesus says in, um, it says in, in, uh, later on in Matthew, uh, I think it's 18 or so, he says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow him, okay? So it's really, this whole thing about following is really important, we're going to blast through a whole bunch of stuff really quick here. Here we go. All right. So we know that, like, God's plan all along has been for us. We know back in Genesis, like, if you look at the Old Testament, I'm not going to have time to go into all these words, I'm, uh, but I'm just going to blast through this. In Genesis, we find that Abraham, that um, we find that Adam and Eve, they're created by God, yet they're sinned. As a result of their sin the disobedience, there was a curse that took place. A curse included the separation from God in the garden, the curse included the understanding that Eve's seed, a descendant of hers, would strike back at, and would strike back, like, be a serpent. It's referring to Satan here, saying, strike back, saying that, uh, that uh, and then it goes on to say that, but yet, Satan will be crushed under our feet. That goes into Romans sixteen twenty-six, And we can unpack this more later. We're just going to fly through this. I apologize if this isn't making much sense uh, for you. In Genesis, the book of Genesis doesn't hold on to fragmented, disconnected stories. It represents the whole progress throughout history, the unfolding of God's story, his plan to bless his people. Well, that plan to bless his people continues on throughout the scripture. We see over and over and over again that we pull away from God, and God still sends someone to us. God still makes a new covenant. Like we rebel in our hearts, you know, man's heart rebels against God, and then he goes in again after us. And then this continues on over and over and over again. The, 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 the accounts that we see in Genesis, they're not mis- like merely historical accounts, but they are actually accounts revealed this, this divine story, the divine truths. This historical accounts unfolds, a history of redemption becomes evident. And if you look at the story of your life from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, over and over, God's voice is calling out to you, like, I'm just calling you in. I'm just calling you in when Jesus told his disciples to go make disciples, He was saying the same thing that he was that they were to go and just continue to be that invitation to others to learn and to grow, and that invitation that to others is to be given by each of us, but we get like thinking that well, someone else will do that invitation, right, or that'll happen someplace else. Well, if you just show up to this thing or go to that thing, or I'll send you a text, and that'll be my invitation. I, I, so we had a, uh, here's a little, just a life moment, amazing life moment. So like, you know, you just like get those big thing happen, and then you get a text. Hey, I just got this job. Hey, text. Hey, we just had a baby. Text. You're like, I just want to say like, I so happy for you, happy emoji, happy emoji, happy emoji. You know, like I, I call him up and say, hey, congratulations, that's amazing. And in the same way God has like called us to be around people. And even if we can't be, even if we have to say six feet apart or whatever it is, it still doesn't stop the, the, the challenge to us to go and to make disciples, to walk with people. Okay. I'm going to break this down to super simple this morning. Um, and that is this. That if we don't have like a once or twice a week going on, where we're like meeting with someone and saying, where are you at right now? You've been if, they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they have questions about Christ, if they're just now reading the Bible for the first time, sitting down with them and saying, so what you been reading this week? What's going on? And talking with them about that. that if we're not doing that, if we're just waiting to go to the next thing, then we're not like personally actively involved in making disciples, right? I know it gets hard to be like thinking, about, like, who can I meet with or who can I talk with about that? We're going to try and work all, we're gonna, as a body of Christ, that's, that's stuff that we, we can, we're going to, um, I don't have time to go into other. There's, there's ways, first off is to pray. God, open my eyes as to who you have me to, to meet with. You could like, go to people and say, hey, you know what, my church does this thing, we call it discipleship, but it doesn't matter what we call it, but basically like, if, if you've never, if you've ever read the Bible before, if you have or haven't, want, you, if you want to, if you read it, let's meet and let's talk about it. You just read whatever you're going to read and we'll talk about it. If you want to start in the New Testament, or just the, the, read, start there, let's talk about it. And every, just start, set up a time. Let's do it for three weeks. Let's just see what happens. Like, I've always wanted to try this. I don't know if I'd be any good at it or not, but if, you, if you'd read the Bible, that'd be great. And then well, I'll try it. Like, we'll just see how this goes. I've always wanted to try this. Could you help me out? No. So now, like, it's just like I hear, you know, someone says, "Yeah, you you're to do that church thing, or you know, the God thing, or something." Yeah, totally. Like, I've learned a lot, but I'm still growing in it. But you know, we do this thing where, like, you know, we sit down with people, and it's amazing what can happen. So, like, how about this? If you if you something, let's let's talk. Let's set up a time, man. So, like, to me, like breakfast, everyone. I can like six thirty breakfast at White Castle or something like that. Like, I told them they got great breakfast, by the way. I told, I told my kids, I told my, my kids, you know, when my kids became, older kids became teenagers, I said, all right, you got a $5 budget per week for one meal, for, and that includes both of us. And, and so you get like, so that means I get one breakfast slider you and, and a coffee, and you get two, two, two and then, then we're all good, right? And every week we'd, we'd meet, and I'd say, so what'd you read in your Bible this week? What questions do you have? I did this with, uh, with young adults, with, uh, with, with older, people who are older than me. It doesn't matter. Like, people who like, I just want to know more about the Word. And then as he did that, then they're like, oh, this is how we do this. And then they started going to meet with people. Hey, you want to meet together for this? And let's do this. And so I think sometimes we just need examples of that in our lives, right? Like, I needed this guy. I don't have time to go all the stories about, like, the ways in which I learned about discipleship from this guy. I don't even, I, the, the head, one of the pastors of this church, I went out to be there, and within one week, I spent more time with him than I had with all, than with all the other pastors of all the other churches I had in the 14 years before that. In one week, I spent more time with the, the pastor. He said, and he just drugged me to everything. And he said, you're gonna spend time together. And so if you find people, like uh, find someone to like, like uh, pray about this, God, who do you want me to meet with? I'm going to give you my, my cell number. You text me and say, I got questions about this. I don't know how to do this. We need to have breakfast for a few weeks in order. Let's do it. Let's figure this out. Let's talk about this. Let's get this going. If it turns out to be more than a few weeks, that's good. Let's just, we're going to keep on doing this, right? Let's do this. I'm, I, I try to have at least two times a week where, like, where I'm, like, meeting with someone. Because to me, like, like, God's given us this mission. Like, the other things, like the vision, the visionary stuff that you can have, for me, like, I can be like, God's giving me this vision. And the vision that I feel is, like, somehow is stuck between, like, God and my mind. But yet, I'm trying to figure out, like, how does it, like, really end up here? And I think that discipleship is God's, like, grounding point for us. To be like, but this is where it is. So, so I understand that vision, but I understand it within reality. But I'm going to be reaching people within reality. I'm reaching this person. But this is going, but the, it's reality. But, I, but, but, but Pastor, but Pastor like, you don't understand, like, I'm too busy to do this. I can't fit in, like, one or more, two things. Okay, this happens for, if, 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 so if you have had children, if you had multiple children, you'll understand this. That as soon as someone around you has their first child, and they go, oh, oh, no, just a minute. They, before they have a the first child, they're like, ah, my life is so busy. Then they have the first child, and they're just like, oh, my life is so busy. I was up so much last night. And you're like, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my wife and I, have, we have seven kids. And, um, and then you, and you listen to it the first time. the next week, they go, oh, I'm just so busy, so busy. And then they go to two kids, and they go, Oh. So now, you know, if it's their husband and wife and they, got, they go from, you know, they double teaming the child and then they go to man-to-man defense, you know, and then you go with three kids and it's like zone, right? So everything goes to zone and you're just like trying to hang on. And after that, it don't matter how many kids you have. It just all kind of blends in because you're in the zone anyway. So like, uh, but the thing is that like, I have not met anyone who didn't feel like their life was busy, Everyone I know feels like their life is busy. If your life is going to be busy, you might as well be, include some stuff that, like, is grounding for you. is solid for you. I guarantee you, if you don't aren't discipling or being discipled or making disciples, your life is going to feel busy, and you start making disciples, it's going to feel busy too, right? But this is an opportunity to like put something in there that's just solid and be like, you know what, this is a. It's something that, that it's like, I understand that, like, this vision that God has for me, that he's called us to make disciples, I'm just, I'm doing it. What's happening with this ministry, that ministry? What's happening with the vision that God's given me for this? Because I'm making disciples. Let me put it to, let's, let's, um, let, let, let's, let's put it to you this way. Jeff, all right, all right, I'm in a danger zone here right now. Okay, so growing up, right, growing up, we had, in my church, we, we I only got a couple minutes, so I was just, growing up, we had this uh, Sunday night open mic time. And if you wanted to like bring your gifts before the Lord and the congregation, then you could do that. And so someone would play a song and they'd be like, that was a blessing. What song was that? I couldn't quite, oh yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing, Jesus loves me. I didn't, couldn't quite tell. But anyway, people, whoever wanted to just pour out, you know, and it was just like this, and it was really cool. But one day we had somebody, he said, uh, he, he came out and he brought out and he brought just like one symbol. He put the symbol down. He's like, oh, uh, you know, I'm just going to praise the Lord with my, um, my cymbal. So it was something like this. This went on for about the approximate length of a normal song. <laughs> Afterwards, we were like, that's amazing. That, that the cymbal, that was amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I never heard a cymbal solo before. But I was thinking about it this week, and I was thinking that, like, all of our lives are kind of like symbols, right? Our lives, is like something that's always going, right? Now, no, I'm not going to, like, try to, you know, even go anywhere close to what Jeff, Jeff is able to do here, so I just wanted to call that out. But, well, like, you have, like, this thing, and, got, and your life is going, like, your life has got a meter, right? Whatever your life meter is, sometimes it's fast. Sometimes it's it's slow, sometimes it's whatever it is, it's going. The meter is always going, and there's always something, and it's sometimes it's and sometimes it's just like clang, 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 it's just so loud. But in the midst of that, the grounding things that can happen, if you start and add one thing, One a week. One. It doesn't matter what the symbols are sound like. Right? It's just something else in the midst of all that noise going on. You start to meet with someone twice a week, you get another grounding thing, right? Oh my goodness. There's another noise. It's added to the noise, but add something grounding, right? And then you can take these things as your symbols are doing. If your symbols are doing that's cool. But add something grounding to that. Add something to it. You think your life is full right now? Yeah, for sure it's full. Everyone's life is full right now. But God's called you something to, to more than just this, right? God's called you to have like these grounding things, right? These grounding things where it takes us just like, my life is so busy, but you know what? The blessing is, man, I wake up early, I get there three minutes, five minutes late, depending. I get there, and we sit down. I'm just, like, so thankful to be talking with them about the Lord. I'm so thankful to be, like, saying, oh, yeah, that's what you're wrestling with right now? I'm so thankful when people, like, ask me, like, a question about the scripture I have no idea about because I never thought of that before. I've been... yeah, like, that's why sometimes, like, when I'm reading stuff like that, I, I don't try to, like, make things too polished when I talk and different things sometimes because I just, I feel like, I want you to know that, like, this is real. Like, it, it, like understanding the word, diving into it, like, my, my memory's not very good at, like, memorizing, like, the little numbers that go over the reference numbers to scriptures. I will remember scripture, but not the reference numbers. So however you're wired, God wants to use that. Because he's called you. He knew you. This whole thing that he began in the beginning, this covenant that it was gone through from generations to generations, right now, it's not just adding one more thing to your life. It's adding this grounding thing that, that, that also this that also helps to create fulfill that covenant of calling someone else to walk with the Lord. Okay? Understand that? So the vision I have, and we we'll to talk about, and we've been trying to, to work towards here, is God's vision, God's vision for discipleship. It's not just. It's not like. I'm going to do this and this and this. It's like, it's so practical. Who's one or two people? I mean, you could maybe maybe even more. Maybe you, Jesus said like twelve, right? And they had more beyond that. Wow, that'd be amazing to like have twelve people I was meeting with. Like, that'd, that'd be like that'd be a lot. it would be amazing. Praise God if like he helps me get that rhythm down, so I can like, you know, once you learn a once you learn a little, a little rhythm. Like it had been like two years up until last week. It's been like two years since I played drums. The first time I said, I was like, going, it's your turn, it's your turn. No, seriously. Okay, you ever talk to your hand? I, I'm the only one. Okay, yeah. I hear it in my head. I'm just like. Uh, but it's that whole, like, you can hear it, you, can, you understand it. It's just getting into that rhythm of it, right? I'm going to encourage you that God has called us to the vision of making disciples, not one that's like just out there somewhere where it's just lofty in your mind. It's real, and it's every, every week, it's, it's a part of your life. Make it a part of your life. If you have questions about how to do that, if you're like, I, I kind of got what you're saying, but maybe not, let's talk about it some more. Uh, I don't know how to incorporate this in my life. Let's talk about it some more, all right? Let me say a prayer. We are, um, this has been an amazing time. I just hope that, I'm, I'm super encouraged because I know that God can do this in all of us and wants to do it in you. I don't think it's something that should be like, a. oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. But it's a blessing to be able to do this, okay?